Welcome to Style by Mary Michelle, a podcast designed to empower you through personal style. I'm your host, Mary Michelle Nidefer, a master style coach, founder of Style Finder Boutique, and creator of the Style Finder ID system. I'm here to help you know what to wear, how to wear it, and how to get dressed in seven minutes or less. Let's go. Hello, beautiful friends. I am so thrilled to chat with you today because today we're going to go into a a little bit of an exploration. And (laughs) I have to say, I'm going to get a little vulnerable because we're talking about something that is, uh, well, that I just happen to be going through today. (laughs) And today we're going to be talking about what to do if your style has changed That's right. I am a master style coach. And the truth is that you're never done with your style. Your style is always evolving to a certain degree. And recently I have noticed that, you know, in the school of style, I've been talking so much about style icons and finding your style and reinventing yourself after the pandemic. And I have to say, I don't know what has come over me. (laughs) I don't know if it's my age or if it's that fall is on the horizon, or if it's just time, time to evolve. But I have been feeling pulled personally into another direction with my style. Now, before you freak out, you guys, if you've been listening to me, you know my style is dramatic, romantic, and sporty. Well, it's interesting because I didn't start out as a dramatic My style, and we're not just going to talk about my style, we're going to talk about your style today, but I just want to share this with you because I think this will kind of give you a point of reference and will be able to help you understand your style evolution a little bit better. But I grew up uh, very understated, very conservative, and, you know, begin to experiment with my style a little bit. Now, fast forward to middle school, high school, I was super preppy which a lot of people don't really know that about me. Um, but I loved style. I loved, you know, getting decked out, being dressed to the nines, but my style was very preppy and I loved name brands. I loved Polo. I loved Anye. I loved, uh, Chanel, Gucci, you know, all the, the popular classic name brands that, uh, you know, just really come together to create preppy style. Not that I necessarily wore them all, but I really had an appreciation of that look and, you know, of just being very classic. Preppy to me is very, very classic. And I was definitely very classic, but I did it in my own way. I was a little over the top, (laughs) which is, I guess, my dramatic side coming out. Fast forward to my, probably my junior year in high school. And I, all of a sudden it was like a switch got flipped and all of a sudden I was dramatic and I knew it and I felt it in every fiber of my being and I needed to express my style through my clothes. So of course I gravitated towards black and really just went down an entire journey to express myself in the way that was new to me. There was a lot of experimentation and a lot of getting it wrong. I'll tell you what, I look back at some of the crazy things I used to wear because being dramatic means, you know, you want to be unique. You're standing out, hopefully for all the right reasons, but I'm sure there were many days where 
I stood out for the, all the wrong reasons, but that's okay because I learned from the experience and it was a lot of fun along the way. So let's talk about, does your style change and what to do if it does? Like I said earlier, I've been feeling a pull and like what happened to me when I was 17, I've been feeling a pull to something different. It just makes me want to laugh right now because I'm being pulled towards more of a classic style. And I can't believe it. It's kind of strange for me to even say that, but to more of a classic, elegant style. And I'm, I don't even know where this came from. All of a sudden, well, I, I, do, I do sort of. This has been a, a year for me of, of shedding, of shedding things that no longer serve me. And there have been a lot of things released this year. You know, emotions have been released. I think a lot of, you know, internal things that I've been holding on to. You know, uh, this has been a year of stepping into more of myself, becoming who I want to be, and really just letting go of things that are not serving me. And I think in many ways, my my style has served me and like I said, I'm just going to be really honest with you guys. My style has really served me in many ways to help me stand out, to get noticed, uh, to really, you know, connect with other people. And it's been great for my, for my business. It's been great to get noticed. People ask, well, what do you do? Well, Hey, let me tell you. But I think because I've, I'm a little older, I'm at a different place in my life. I'm just feeling more of a desire to have more simplicity in my style, to have more elegance. And it all kind of started with the nail color, which is really crazy. You know, we've been talking so much about style icons, and I have so many women that I truly, truly love. I love their style. I love their look. I love different elements of their style. But I know, hey, that style, I can appreciate that, but it's not right for me. And normally being dramatic, romantic, and sporty, I used to say my style was dramatic, romantic, and whimsical, which I think it was. And I think it has evolved to sporty because of a lot of it was because of my lifestyle. You know, when I had younger kids, I was running around more. Now I feel that my style is still dramatic and it's still romantic. I still feel that those are important to me. But my supporting word is, I'm going to go ahead and embrace it, is classic. I never, ever would have thought that I would come back to classic. Now, classic, I love classic, but it, I just, it's just something that didn't resonate with me. I just, you know, I'm a boots and, you know, I love my Western boots. I love my platforms, my platforms, my edgy pieces. I love things that are different. Classic to me is, is very timeless, timeless and things, wearing things that transcend the trends. But I found myself the other day thinking, wow, I need a really good white button down blouse. And I caught myself. I'm like, what happened? What happened for me? And I'll tell you my story. And then I'm going to tell you how to evolve your style. But I found myself noticing, just noticing different things. And all of a sudden I was listening to actually to another podcast recently, and they were talking about French women and their style. And the topic of manicures came up and it was talking about how French women love to either have their French manicures or they have uh, pale pink or clear polish or red nails. 
And I thought, you know what? I love red nails. I don't wear red nails very often. Uh, My nails are usually very short, but I decided to pick a really beautiful, not a deep red, not a shade of deep red, but it's really more of a, a soft red. What was interesting was when I came home from the nail salon, I just felt more elegant. I don't know what it was that triggered that in me, but all of a sudden I started feeling like I wanted to wear different things, pieces that are a little bit more elegant to express myself in a different way. And I started playing with my outfits. I mean, this is just recently in the past week, so it's very, very new, but I wanted to share it here because I'm going to be taking myself on a journey on a makeover, and I'm going to be sharing it on my Instagram account. So if you don't follow me, go follow style by Mary Michelle. I'm going to be documenting the process because this is what I teach. This is what I share with my clients. Now I talk a lot about, you know, whether your style changes or not. And it is my belief that as we move through our lives, what is most important to us fundamentally won't necessarily shift. Let me talk about it in terms of our Style Finder ID. Now, the Style Finder ID system is the system I use with my private clients to help them understand at a deep level what their style is. We all have multiple facets to our style, just like we do to our personality. And when you have your three words, mine has been dramatic, romantic, and sporty. Now it is dramatic, romantic, and classic. It is my belief that my primary word, dramatic, that is probably not going to change. Now, I'm not saying it can't ever change. It's highly unlikely that it will change. My secondary word, romantic, I don't think that is going to change anytime soon. And I I don't anticipate that it will for most women. But my supporting word, supporting word is really just maybe 20% of the equation. And when I started out, it was whimsical. And then I think I had kids and I had more of a, it was all about comfort. Comfort is still important to me, but there are other things that are more important than comfort. It's interesting because I don't default to my yoga pants and sneakers. That's not my jam. I'm more polished. I'm more put together. If I dress down, it's in a different way than many people. And there's no judgment around any of it. It's just, I know when I was growing up, I was always accused of being too dressed up for family events. <laughs> and I think that's, you know, one of the downfalls of being classic or being dramatic is your, your style is a little bit more formal. It's a little less casual. I don't know if I should call it a downfall though. I think it's a good thing. I love it. So anyway, I embrace it. But I've started feeling recently that wearing classic pieces and really thinking about, oh, what if I got a beautiful handbag with a little chain strap? What if I got a beautiful pair of classic heels? In fact, I bought a pair, a beautiful pair of, uh, in fact, you'll be seeing them on Instagram, uh, leopard print, kitten heeled slingbacks with rhinestones. And they are phenomenal, but this is something that I probably would not have worn a month ago, a year ago. I put them on today and it felt right. It just felt right. And I feel that I'm just moving into a whole different phase in my life, in my style, and in really in who I am and how I express myself. And so if you feel that your style has changed, then I really want you to honor yourself and just notice. 
notice how you feel. Notice if when you go to get dressed, if it feels like who you are now. Because I know a lot of women after coming through the pandemic, it's taken a few months, but a lot of women are starting to come to me and say, oh, my style doesn't feel like me anymore. Well, I think a lot of women sort of lost their style over the pandemic. And I think that they're getting to a place where they're saying, hey, I I want to know who I am now, or maybe I'm ready to reinvent myself. The great thing about style is it's always available to you to play with. Style is always available for reinvention. It doesn't take but mere seconds to totally make a different choice, to wear a different pair of shoes, to wear some new jewelry, to put something on in a different way, to tie your blouse instead of tuck it in, or wear a belt. It can take just seconds to do something that completely alters the way you get dressed. And so I invite you to honor your feelings around your style. If it's time to reinvent your style, go for it. I would love to be a part of your journey. I am actually working with several clients now who are just, they're going through the process of finding who they are. Who are they now? They're not the same woman they were a year ago or two years ago. And it's been such a joy to see, to see what's no longer needed stripped away and to help them really uncover who they are. Because you know what? It is magical. It is magical when you can connect the inner you to the outer you, and you express yourself in a way that words just don't do justice. You know, with my professional clients, I tell my clients, it is so important to be who you are because your style speaks louder than words. And when you can show up as the most authentic version of yourself at every phase, you magnetically attract your ideal clients you feel more like yourself, it empowers you to be the best version of you. In fact, my mother-in-law and I were just talking about when we're at home by ourselves, if we look in the mirror and we don't recognize our, the woman in the mirror, you know, our hair's not done or our brows aren't filled in or we don't have our lipstick on. Not that it's about being dressed to the nines by yourself every day when you're at home, but it's about looking in the mirror and going, yeah, like I've got it, got it going on. I know who I am. And I'm consistent in that. It's not about looking amazingly over the top every day. It's about knowing who you are and expressing that. It's about saying, hey, I know that's what I'm worthy of. I know that's how I want to express myself. And that right there is power. So I want to take you through a few steps to find your style. If you feel like maybe it's changed, it's evolved, it needs a little bit of a refresher, I'm going to take you through a few steps, but I invite you to follow me on Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle, or if you are interested in our Style Finder School of Style, I am taking my clients and our members through this journey. And it's amazing to see them, women who have never thought about some of these tips to see this process, to see them stepping into it and to see what's happening, what's coming up for them. It's been really a beautiful experience. So number one, and I will, I will tell you, go, you need to go listen to my podcast from last week for this one. Find your style icon. Last week's podcast was all about 
top 10 unexpected style icons. And it's been so interesting. I've had so many amazing conversations with women around style icons, but even for myself, you know, I posted last week, Stevie Nicks has always been a style icon of mine. I have so many, so many. Debbie Harry has been one of mine, but my most recent style icon in this whole classic phase is Inez de la Fressange. Now, she was the face of Chanel for a little while. She is a French model, and she is just impeccable in her style. But it's not about perfection. It's about just this beautiful, understated, ladylike elegance. Simplicity, ease. That's what I want at this phase of my life. And I think that that works beautifully for where I am, for what I'm doing, for who I'm stepping in to be. Uh, whether it's wearing jeans or a beautiful dress. In fact, you know, sadly, we had a funeral to go to this past weekend, but I had bought a, a dress recently that was something that was a little out of the box for me. And I wore it and I thought that fits perfectly. So find your style icon. Find someone who you could see yourself dressing like her. Find someone who you relate to right now. In fact, again, go back and listen to last week's podcast because I give you some really good tips for actually finding a style icon that will be useful to you. And when you find your style icon, this is not about exactly replicating anybody's style. It is finding someone to give you the feeling that you want to evoke. It could be someone from history, somebody from present day. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it is. But it's someone who you want to evoke the same feeling when you get dressed. And so when you look at your style icon, like I'll take mine, Inez de la Fressange. That's a long name, but it's a beautiful name. Uh, decide what your signature items are and what's going to be important to you. Her signature items, I would say, would be a beautiful white blouse, a crossbody bag with a chain handle or chain strap, beautifully tailored blazers, gorgeous kitten heels. In fact, she was who I thought about when I bought my leopard kitten heels. And she also wears very relaxed jeans. I haven't seen any pictures of her wearing skinny jeans. She's worn more of like a boyfriend or a girlfriend jean rolled up. It's just very casual, very relaxed, but it's polished. It's not, it's casual. The pieces are casual, but it's not casual. It is done in a way where she's got the jewelry, the scarves, all the finishing touches. Notice their hairstyle. Do you like their hairstyle? Maybe you say, oh, I love how she dresses. Her hair just wouldn't work for me. And maybe that's true. So ask yourself, do I need to change my hair? Do I want to change my hair? You know the quote, when a woman changes her hair, she's about to change her life. Well, I think the same thing is true about your style. <laughs> when you change your style, you are stepping into the newest, most updated, most elevated version of you, your life will change. And I think when you can express your look, it's not just your clothes. I want you to think about all the details. Like I mentioned my nails. So think about your hairstyle. You know, I recently cut a few inches off my hair. I went a little bit lighter. In fact, that's starting a whole journey to go a little bit lighter. Now, Inez has dark hair, which, you know, I'm, I've been dark for most of my life, but you know, now as I get a little older and 
go a little grayer. In fact, I'm, I'm all gray right now, but you never know it because I have a great colorist. But I decided that it is time to start lightening up. So that's what's right for me. Inez has great dark hair, but that is no longer my hair color. So, and I'm fine with that, but that's putting my own spin and tailoring that look to what's right to me right now. Now let's talk about makeup. Today, I actually uh, bought some new lipstick and it is red and it matches my nails, which I just told somebody fairly recently, I don't do red lips. Usually I'm a mauve girl or a good berry color. That has always been my go-to. But recently I thought, well, I don't have to wear red lipstick, but if I'm going to have my nails red, doesn't mean I'm going to have them red all the time, but red lipstick would be beautiful with them. Now, if you've heard me talk about color, you know, I say it doesn't have to match, but it should relate. So I did buy matching, but that I just, I'm just experimenting. I got this great matte color. It's so pretty. In fact, I tried it out, went for a walk with my son. He's like, mom, why are you wearing lipstick? You look like you're going to a ball or something. <laughs> I said, well, you know what? The whole world is a ball. But think about your makeup routine, your beauty routine. What needs to change? What does your style icon do? Maybe her makeup routine is a little bit more simplified, or maybe she does a signature eyeliner or a deep red lip or pink lip or, you know, whatever it is. Take note and try what works for you. If you know it's not right for you, fine, but find, you know, find something that is, but have fun with it. This is all about experimentation. Now, I also want to encourage you to have some playtime. Have playtime in your closet because when you get in your, to your closet with a new idea in your head and a new feeling you want to channel, you will create all new outfits with the same pieces that are already in there. So get in there and experiment. But the key is create some outfits, but try them on. I did that today for myself and I'm like, oh yeah, I like this. This feels right. You'll know it. You will know it in your heart of hearts when it feels good, when it feels right. And snap a selfie. You're going to want to remember that look. Maybe you create a few new looks for the week or, but take note of that and ask yourself, how do I feel in this? If it doesn't feel right, swap something out, change something. Maybe it's just not the right pieces together, but maybe there's a different way you can express that look. Now, what I also want you to do after you create your outfits is create a Pinterest board. Base it on the outfits that you created. Base it on the, the outfits you see your style icon wearing. But create a Pinterest board. You can make it public. You can make it private. I talk so much about Pinterest. But it's such a wonderful tool because you can peruse so many. I mean, endless, endless options for pictures, for inspiration. Maybe it's, it is pictures of your style icon. But also pin pictures of pieces of clothing shoes, jewelry, makeup. I do that all the time. I've got all sorts of stuff on there from everything from handbags to a bracelet or a ring or fun things, hats, anything that would inspire my style that I think would work, would be a part of that look. I do that all the time so that when it's time to buy a new pair of shoes or it's time to buy some boots, hey, let me go look at my board and get some inspiration. And then you know what you want. You don't find yourself aim, wandering aimlessly in the stores, wondering what the heck do I need? You know, oh, I need a new crisp white blouse. I need a black blazer. I need a new pair of leopard print shoes. 
I need some red lipstick, whatever, whatever works for you. This will guide you. This will be your guide. The one thing I want to encourage you to do is continue to experiment. Experimenting is going to be a continual thing. Next, I actually got in my closet today and was like, I cannot take this on today, but soon. Closet purge. A closet purge is imminent. <laughs> it, is, it is happening. It is going to be happening very soon. And it is essential. And I look forward to it because if my goal is simplicity and elegance, then I realize I have too many clothes in my closet. I want to scale down. And there are a lot of things in my closet that I'm just ready to let go of. Maybe I wore them last week. Maybe I haven't worn them in a while. I have given myself some grace with COVID because there are things I haven't worn because we couldn't go anywhere. So, so I might be holding on to some things a little longer, but there are some things in there that I already decided, oh my gosh, I'm going to put that on Poshmark or I'm going to just donate that or I know who I'm going to give that to. So it is time and it already feels, even just thinking about it, it already feels liberating. So schedule some time, do a closet purge. You don't have to do it all at once. You can do a little bit of every day, get in there, you know, every day and do a little section. It doesn't have to take hours on end. It will take a little bit longer if you stretch it out, but if you've only got 30 minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, you can do it. It does not have to be hard, but it is key. My goal for you is when you walk into your closet, anything you see is an option. I want that to be true. Now, my last step, have someone to bounce your look off of a stylist. Ideally, you know, I'm happy to help. I'm always here for you ladies. Uh, a stylist can help you, but also if you have a trusted friend, maybe you want to share, Hey, I'm, I'm trying this new lookout, or maybe you have a favorite boutique you you visit. If you happen to shop at style finder, come in, talk to us. You know, we're great about, you know, great sounding boards. Maybe you you know, you want to share it with your husband or your boyfriend or your partner, you know, you can confide in them. Hey, what do you think? Does this look, do you like this look for me? You know, if the look is right, but get some feedback. They might say, wow, I love this new look on you. Or mm, what if you did this? Maybe they have a little bit of a suggestion. Find someone that you trust, you care for, and you know, will be honest with you. You don't want somebody who's just going to say, yeah, whatever, dear, and not really care. So you want to create a style that is stunning, that is beautiful, that is all you. So I didn't even number these steps today, but I'm going to go back through them real quick. Number one, find your style icon. Number two, decide what your signature items are and which ones are going to be the foundation of your look. Number three, play around with your hairstyle. Ask yourself if you need an update or change your color, change your style, what you could do to, to give it a, a fresh take. Number four, update your makeup and or your beauty routine. You know, maybe with this new look, you decide, hey, I need some great magnetic eyelashes or I want to get eyelash extensions or I need to start getting facials or I need to schedule a week or bi-weekly manicure, whatever is important to you. But notice because typically style icons will have signatures when it comes to their makeup or their beauty routine that will give you clues as to how you can achieve their look. 
Number five, have playtime. Playtime in your closet where you get in and you experiment, you try things on, you make new outfits. And I tell you what, as you go, if there's something that you say, oh my gosh, it's time for this to go, no longer serves me, go ahead and start a pile of get rid ofs and make it happen. Number six, try the new outfits on that you made when you were having playtime and ask yourself, how do I feel? Playtime is just about putting things together, finding new looks, putting outfits together on the hanger. And then number six is about trying them on. It's one thing to see them together in the closet, but it's a whole different ballgame when you can put them on your body and ask yourself how you feel. Number seven, create a Pinterest board. Number eight, continue to experiment. It's not a one and done. Your style is never a one and done. It is always an evolution and experiment and just see how you can really fully step into this new look and process of elimination. You'll try things you love. You'll have other things that you say no thank you to. Number nine, purge your closet. Do, I mean, a full-on closet purge because as you step into a new look, there are a lot of things that just will not serve you. It's just time and that's just how it is. You can consign them, you can sell them, you can donate them, you can give them away, but sometimes it is just time to say goodbye to your clothes. Now, if you decide you want to clean out everything in your closet, go for it. If you decide you only want to get rid of a few things, go for it. Whatever works for you. I'm not going to tell you what to get rid of, but I will encourage you to let go of anything that does not serve you. And number 10, have someone to guide you, whether it's a style coach, a friend who's a stylist, someone that you can confide in. Here's my goal. Here's what I, how I want to look. How am I doing? Am I getting there? Do you know, what's your recommendation? Because sometimes if you're doing something new, it's nice to have someone who cares about you and loves you to give you an honest opinion. And they might not want to see you change, but if it's the right person, they will be able to give you objective feedback and help you to be your best, which is the goal. So yay. So I actually had 10 steps. I didn't even realize it. All right. So if you are feeling the pull into a new style, then I just recommend that you go back through these steps, take one at a time, start with one. But the most important is I think find a style icon because that really helps you. It's almost like a compass to your style. Like, okay, here's where I'm going today. Is it dramatic? Is it classic? Is it sporty? Is it contemporary? Is it delicate? Is it feminine? Is it badass? Is it sexy? Is it more? What do you want to see more of? And actually one thing I did not put in there is have a style statement. A couple of words. I'm kind of playing with mine. I think I proclaimed last week mine, it was badass romantic. And I think there's badasses still in there, but it might be more like elegant badass. Elegant badass feels right to me. <laughs> the badass is still the edgy, the dramatic, but more elegant, more polished. And, you know, maybe now that I'm in my fifties, maybe that's just my, my evolution. I don't know, but I hope these steps have helped you. I encourage you to find your style and revisit your style. If you feel like maybe it's time for a change, we, we're always changing. In fact, uh, I've always heard that our tastes change every seven years. So I don't know, maybe it's just time. 
But anyway, if I can support you, I am a master style coach. I have all sorts of um, great packages that I take my clients through to help them uncover what's right for them, what their style finder ID is. That's like a compass. It could be your guide. Um, I also encourage you, if you don't want to take the full style finder ID assessment, that is included in my private packages. We have a complimentary style ID quiz on our website at shopstylefinder.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. You can go take that. That will give you one word to start you on your journey. And if we can help, I am always here for you. And I would love to hear your feedback. So actually, I also invite you to go to our Style Finder VIP page on Facebook. It is a private group, but it's free. And we'd love to have you come in there, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about your style. And if you would like to be a part of the Style Finder School of Style, the enrollment is closed right now, but you can go get on the waiting list and you will be the first to know when we open the doors because this is a powerful journey and it is going to be, it's going to continue as we get more into fall. It is heating up and I am having so much fun with this. So ladies, have a beautiful day. Please let me know how I can support you and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Style by Mary Michelle, where women come to get dressed in seven minutes or less. If you enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave me a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Style by Mary Michelle and shop our boutique at shopstylefinder.com for the best in upscale casual apparel. Better yet, if you're in the Raleigh area, come see us. We're located in the North Hills Shopping Center, the premier shopping district in Midtown Raleigh. For details and links mentioned in this episode, be sure to see the show notes. Have a beautiful week.